Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Coming to you from the Willow Window Broadcast Center, Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks online at willowwindow.pro. Our pro from the Center for the Arts, Patience Long, is here. <laughs> Good transition. Yeah, you know, that's what we do in this business. Good for you. Uh, and uh, Denise is playing hooky. Yes, so. Denise Parton, Director of Education, owes me one. She is not here with me today in studio. I, I, you know, she's got such a big social life at 1040 in the morning, I guess. <laughs> Something came up, is all I know. Okay. Better well, be good. Better be good. I think you're going to be on the action line with Nick on Friday. Yes, I am. So you have a little longer to talk there and uh, just make Denise talk the whole I know, time. and it's at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So now she has to be here at 8 a.m. on Friday Ooh. instead of 10.30. Yeah. Isn't 10.30 better? It totally is better. Because <laughs> I'm now done with half my coffee. Uh, so now I've got a little energy in me. The old Starbucks yep. run, huh? Yep. Wait, if I hope my husband's not listening. Uh-oh. I have a way of like... He doesn't like me to go because it's, you know, could be a car payment every year. <laughs> so I find ways to sneak it around. <laughs> so I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I just put my regular home coffee in a Starbucks That's cup. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like just an extra Starbucks cup you had laying around. That tag on the side means nothing there. Oh, me. So uh, Center for the Arts, very busy week for you this week, which is cool. It is. You know, we used to be super, uber, uber, uber busy before COVID, and then COVID hit, so we're busy sometimes. And this is one of the weeks that where it's exciting because we're actually doing a production um, that um, is going to take place in Cannonsburg Village on Friday and Saturday, um, outdoors. Um, so we're really excited. This week is Tech Week, and our kids are ready, and we're ready, and hopefully the audience is ready. I shared earlier in the program that um, I put in my phone last year at some point, you know, March 12th, the day everything kind of shut down due to coronavirus. And um, I guess your last big deal was March 15th? Yeah, March 15th is when actually we were supposed to have our last show, last Anne Frank show, and we canceled it. So March 15th, we haven't had a main stage show in a year. So we've had to figure out ways to bring arts to the community with all the guidelines and thinking about our artists and audiences as well being as safe as possible. So it's been challenging, but also rewarding in the fact that we're still here. Um, we still have staff. We And, and when we are ready to pick back up and um, start doing shows again, we're ready. We will we'll come you know right out of the gate ready. You'll so. be roaring back, right? Ooh, we're excited. I think our, our, arti- our artists are ready. We're all ready, you know. And, you know, we, we keep going along, and, and I'm sure you probably get asked this a million times. Someone sees you, knows, you know, what's going on. They'll say, when will you have another show? Yes. Um, <laughs> and the answer to that is we're still having shows. They're just not indoors. Yeah. So um, this weekend we have Tuck Everlasting, mm-hmm. which is produced by our Center Stage Academy children who you know, are just very good at what they do. They're very talented children. Um, so it's a play, and it takes place on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Friday night at 7, Saturday at 3 and 7 at Cannonsburg Village. And if anyone is interested in tickets, they're still available. And you go to borougharts.org to get them. Um, we plan to do social distance seating, and we we're providing chairs for everyone. So it should be a nice weekend of performances. And then after that, we're still looking at something. Um, we're doing, a, it's called the Savannah Sipping Society. It's 
a very funny four-person female-driven comedy um, that will be taking place at around Mother's Day weekend. We're hopefully going to lock in the venue today. Someone's going out there to look at it. Um, partnering with the city, hopefully, again for that one. Um, then we're talking about doing one more outdoor performance in January, August. And then the way things are going, knock on wood, we're thinking fall. We're thinking October, we might be able to do our first indoor performance. If if all goes well and with the guidelines that come out after everyone is vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're hoping. Now, you said January, August. Is that July and August? I meant July and August. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a big span of a show. Well, you yeah. Anywhere from <laughs> January and August. <laughs> Any of those eight to ten months there. No. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Well, that's what, I, that's what I figured. So, you know, summertime offers some great opportunities, you know, to get outside. It could be hot, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're for the South. We're, yeah. We know hot. We're, we're good with hot. Yeah. We go to Disney World in hot. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) um, yeah, so we're, you know, we're not being too aggressive in the fact that, you know, we know that we have a small staff and we're only able to, you know, accommodate however many tickets we can sell. Um, But we do want to keep doing stuff. And we've continued with our CSA classes. They're now in person. Um, This will be we have our third in-person session since October, starting on April 5th. Um, And we, you know, while we have cut back on class sizes, we still have a lot of kids interested in signing up. Mm -hmm. So we haven't stopped altogether. We've just stopped the indoor main stage productions um, because it's just not safe right now. So, um, and joining us today, Patience Long with the Center for the Arts. Um, You know, with with Tuck Everlasting, I know that you've got like a smaller cast. So, uh, you know, but you've scaled back so you could social distance with all these classes too, right? Absolutely. So we have a max of 20 in class per class, no matter what class is offered, except for our production class, we actually only have 14 students in it. To do Tuck Everlasting. So we actually had twice as many sign up. Um, so we had to audition them. And then the ones that didn't make it, we had a really fun alternative for them that they're enjoying. Um, but yeah, we we have to mask up indoors, social distance indoors, um, all the procedure, all the things that you have to do to be safe. And then the kids really look forward to going outside because at that point they can take masks off, social distance. They get to kind of try on their costume that, you know, it feels like a real and they have an audience. Mm. So that's one thing that, you know, our younger people have been able to have audiences. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that May performance for our adult artists and then the July, August performances for our adult artists. Yeah. It's fun to have audiences. So tell me a little more about Tuck Everlasting. I mean, uh, maybe some folks don't know a lot about that, so you can kind of share some details. Yeah. So it is a, it was based on a book. Um, and in it, it, um, it talks about Winnie Foster in 1880. She's a 10-year-old trapped by the rules imposed by her straight-laced family, runs away and discovers the humble tucks who had accidentally stumbled upon a spring a long time ago that gave them inter- eternal life. Mm. And then Winnie promises to keep their dangerous secret, but then in a, sinister, a sinister stranger in a yellow suit arrives at the door with intentions to steal the immortal water for himself. Ultimately, Winnie has to choose whether or not to drink the immortal water and join them in an everlasting adventure or live on in a natural way living a life full of the ordinary beauty of growth and change so i thought i had never seen the show so when i was texting denise when she said she couldn't make it she was like you know think about what would you do if you could if you could drink you know water and make you eternal would you do it and at what age i don't like denise that's really deep and I thought, you know, before kids i would probably say i want to be 25 <laughs> you know but after kids i wouldn't want to drink you know something eternal and 
and have to watch them grow old, you know? Unless it's from Starbucks. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it would not It would be nice to drink something to make you look younger, yeah. but still a natural life span, you know? <laughs> so it seems like a really coming of age, you know, mm-hmm. younger drama um, that you can learn lessons from. Well, and that's, that's the beauty of the arts, that you, you can see a performance, something to make you think, and, uh, you, you know, and... and, and tackle social issues and things of that nature and and that's that's why we really miss the arts well and i think i could be wrong but i feel like COVID has really brought out the importance of arts and the fact that when people want to escape you know while you can't go to live theater you watch a movie you know and that's why these movies are now and i mean it's people have tried to escape their reality of COVID through the arts Mm -hmm. and i think that shows you the impact of arts um, and that's why I think it's important once we're able to go back, we keep offering variety of arts in the community. Now, th- this is uh, our, our performance by the Center Stage Academy. It's it's uh, Center Stage Academy production. So when that's over, will there be like more classes coming up and things like that? Yes, we just announced our, we call it our spring session of classes. They start April the 5th. Um, and our production class for that one is one of my favorites, Little Women. Hmm. And so the way that we're doing this one is because there's they are there are more limited roles in this one than even Tuck. So they're doing two production classes, one on Monday, Wednesday, one on Tuesday, Thursday. Um, and then we're going to perform that, knock on wood, hopefully at the Fountains at the end of March. Oh, that'll be hoping. cool. So it'll be really nice. Um, but we have classes for children ages 5 to 18, anywhere from someone who's never taken the stage to someone who has actually been on our main stage programs. Um, there's always something for everyone. Um, and what I've, what I've learned is that, like, if you are if you have an outgoing kid or a kid that's shy or needs a place, bring them to the center. Because eventually they figure out, do they want to do backstage? Do they want to do in front, you know, and, you know, main stage? And so... I feel like there's something for every child at the center um, at every level. So we have beginning acting classes to advanced acting classes. We have musical theater classes. We've got one-on-one vocal performance. We've got one-on-one acting class. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many different options that we offer. Um, And, you know, my kids have been in arts since I've been, you know, they've been able to speak. And it does great things for them. I mean, my kids are more social they they're team players and you know they speak really well in public because they're used to that performance kind of thing so isn't it you know i think maybe there's just a misconception about that uh, that you know parents hear this and and say well you know little johnny is just not you know a stage person you know but there there's so much more there is there's so much more to put to to put on a production um that includes those supporting those on stage, those in the back, um, those even in the light booth and sound booth. And we teach all of that in our in our classes. So um, and it's a great way to learn how to work together as a team. And, you know, studies after studies show that kids involved in arts are well better students, more well-rounded adults. Um, so get your kids involved in arts, even if it's not at the center. You know, if there's an art program at your school, I think it's it's a great thing to expose all children to arts. So um, are, are the signups going on now on your website? They are. You can um, go to borougharts.org. It tells you all the classes. It lets you register and pay for the classes. We do offer weekly uh, payment plans for parents that can't do a lump sum 
for like me <laughs> when I got there I'm like okay we need a weekly for these parents because you know you got to you know break it up is easier and then we also offer scholarships we try not to turn any child away that wants to uh, be in our classes so we get we work really hard at securing grants foundations and businesses to support um, our scholarship program so you can apply for a scholarship if you're unable to afford the classes I'm sure we'll be glad when when uh, the the COVID is behind us that way Right now, I guess you're having to limit the number of kids just because of COVID, but maybe that goes away here soon oh, enough, too. I hope it does. I mean, last year we gave out about $30,000. I mean, in 2019, we gave out $30,000 in scholarships. Um, in 2020, we gave out 13000 and that's just because we had to limit our class sizes. We, we weren't offering as much. We actually did online classes from April to October and you know while online is great and we probably will continue with that in some form or fashion you know you can't reach all the children even the ones that are that need the scholarship maybe they don't have internet or they don't have a computer or they don't have any way Um, so you know it will be really nice to be able to offer arts to any child that wants it you know once we're able to go back to full capacity I'm sure when did the um, when did the sign up for the April classes start um we opened that last week okay so there's still yeah there's plenty of room in all the classes right now good yep all right uh but don't don't wait you know, that's the thing at the center. What I say is never wait. <laughs> I mean, before COVID, you know, we I'd come on here like the Monday of a show and I'd be like, it's not only sold out this weekend, it's sold out the whole run. So, you know, things, Murfreesboro is picking up and the amount of people here and the interest in arts. And um, so never wait, even when we're full back full steam and have all the classes, never wait because we do, we do sell out quickly I, on everything. I'd, I'd say that, you know, hopefully by this fall, and like you were saying er, er, saying earlier, yeah, I think it could be a, a breakout season when you get ready to go. Oh, I hope so. I think we're all so ready. Um, and I think the audience is ready. And I think, you know, with, I have hope with the vaccines. I mean, I hope that everyone that wants one by the end of May is going to totally change the conversation this summer, and they'll have a, a new line of thinking, a new protocol out for the fall is, is really what I'm hoping. Well, anybody wants to find out uh, news about the Center for the Arts, borougharts.org online. Miss Patience, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. All right. Patience Long joining us here today again from the Center for the Arts. And that is it for our program. Thank you so very much for being a part of it here on News Radio WGNS. If you missed any part, check out the podcast at WGNSradio.com.